Hey everyone, this is Rob and Michelle and welcome to Boon Babe, your weekly podcast on everything you need to know about old school RuneScape. All right, so today up on the market is going to be, of course, as always, an update on our accounts as well as videos we have going out on YouTube and plans like that. And yeah. um, we actually just finished. We're going to have a video going out today that I think we're pretty excited about. Should be yesterday, right? Should be yesterday. Yeah, it's going to be about the... Depends on the editing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be uh, about the new quest, though, that they came out with. We'll talk about the actual quest later on. But hopefully we'll have the video out today and you yeah. guys can check it out. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, Michelle did that one, so I think it's going to be really good. And then... Hopefully. It's yeah, a lot of pressure. And we also have... Um, I have another video coming out later this week on... Let me actually see. It might be the same day that this is going out, but it's going to be about uh, barrows. So I needed some gold for another video idea, so I thought <laughs> why not do 100 barrows runs. And so that's what we have going out. It's actually going to go out the same day as the podcast. So, so Thursday. Yeah. So if you're listening to Today. this on the, the day it comes <laughs> out, then you can check the channel and we're going to have uh, 100 barrels run so you can see what you can get from there. I think it's a really good low level money maker. Yeah. And I'm glad because we needed you more of our loot from a series. Yeah. We only had a couple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we have that going out. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So two, on top of the two new RuneScape videos, of course, we have a ton of Outriders content going out. I mean, some of the videos... a long list to share with you all. <laughs> yeah, we're not, not going to go through all of them. If you enjoy playing Outriders, then uh, go check out the channel. I have a ton of videos there. And I think they're getting pretty popular, which is nice. It seems like people are liking them. Yeah. And uh, that's nice. I mean, I'm spending a lot of time on the videos and playing the game, so... It's pretty funny that we are, like... Our, we're literally called Boon Babe. But all of our most popular videos are from Outriders. Yeah, it is funny. We do have a couple popular RuneScape ones, but yeah, none of them as, reach Outrider levels. Yeah, not not no, as popular. RuneScape's just like more niche. We're just like cool. Well, it's because like Outriders is like <laughs> cool right now, but RuneScape is like just perpetually cool. Always so been cool. Always will be cool. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's probably what's happening. But yeah. Either way, <laughs> that's what we have going on there, and. Um, Definitely got sidetracked. That's the first thing up on the market. We have and more then, to say uh, about those. We just kind of got lost in the yeah, moment. Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot that I was just telling you what's going on. But either way, second thing up on the market this week is going to be uh, about the patch. The patch called Below Ice Mountain, which we actually covered pretty recently. I was kind of surprised at how fast they turned this from a blog into actual content in the Me game. Too. Whenever I saw that the quest was available, I was like, oh, oh my God, we can't record the podcast yet. I need to go do this. Yeah, so I was actually really surprised because there's a lot of content and we'll go over all of that in the in that section of the podcast. And the third thing is there's a couple updates for Temporos that they added, just a couple like quality of life, small things. And on top of that, I have a few extras to go over that is also in the patch. Really big patch. A lot of, a lot of really cool stuff they really added to the game. Really big uh, docket this week. Yeah, really big docket. Lots Usually, of... I'll just like go and type on my computer, too. And I saw the list, and I was like, can you just send this to me? I don't want to have to type this all again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a docket so much as a mocket. But, um... Oh, yeah. Sorry. The mocket. Yeah. But yeah, so there's majority of it's going to be about the update. Really big update this week. So that's nice because there wasn't one last week, I don't think. Or it was just it was really a, small yeah, last week. Yeah, it was, it was just really a collection small. log. It, it's kind of crazy how much content we're still getting for this game. <laughs> I love it. You know, if you think about because like we do this whenever there's patches, and it just seems like there's always a decent amount of stuff every week. 
think we only had like two or three episodes where we didn't talk about anything. And one of them was because it was a holiday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the holiday, it East, uh, Easter Greg left. So rest in peace, Easter Greg. Is he dead? No, it's it's rest <laughs> in uh, paradise because he went back to the bunny paradise oh, that okay. Greg's from. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. But uh, that's, like, unfortunately, that's, Greg died. Yeah, no. <laughs> thank God, no. But um, yeah, so that's pretty much going to be about it for the market. We did get sidetracked, but yeah, just a few things this week, mainly the update. But um, twenty minutes later on the docket, so that's that's all. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Uh, <laughs> Not much. Yeah, so a lot to look forward to. But before we jump into any of that, Michelle, how are you doing? I'm doing so well, thank you. Yeah. So if y'all listened last week, you know I was feeling some type of way about wanting to play The Sims, right? That's kind of been taking over my life this past week. Yeah, so she pretty much is trying to tell you an excuse of why she didn't do anything <laughs> RuneScape related. I did do some stuff. I've been doing my dailies. I did a little bit of Slayer, but I did not do anything enough to like actually raise any levels, I don't think. It's just been more like Yikes. kind of AFKing because I just like Sims. And I bought two new expansions because they were on sale on Steam. And like I think I've mentioned before, like I'm usually at my desk. And when I get in Sims mode, we have this big chair. We call she it. She just our... sinks into the chair yeah, and plays we, Sims all like day. It's like an egg chair. It's supposed to be for patios, but we just have it in our living room. And I like unplugged that. I got my heating pad out, some blankets, and I just piled into the egg chair for like 72 hours straight. And I really wanted to do it again today, but forgot we have to record this. So kind of ruined my plans. Yeah, she was actually <laughs> wanting to stay there for weeks on end, but I, I told her we had to go do stuff. So. Oh, my God. He made me go on a walk, and I was so annoyed at first. But it felt nice afterwards. Yeah, it's, been, it's people... been extremely nice weather. Recently. Yeah, it has. Sunny San Diego, guys. But, uh, yeah, I haven't been doing much on RuneScape. I did a little bit nice. of Slayer, but that's I'm really glad it. I made you go first. It's going to make me seem like I'm much more productive. Yeah, because usually it's the opposite. Yeah. Usually you don't do anything, and yeah, I'm, like, I'm like 37 levels. Usually I'm like, oh, yeah, I caught a single fish this week. And I'm and like, and I've uh, actually beat the game. Yeah. But no, quite the opposite. Uh, wait, wait. How are you, Rob? Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for asking. I'm doing stupendously this morning. I'm doing stupid. Yeah, just stupid good. And so, um, yeah, like I said... Uh, I kind of got carried away and told you a little bit too much about the videos we were talking about. Yeah, but, um, I looked at him and I was like, um, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? Definitely got carried away, but I guess I kind of gave it away. I've been doing a bunch of <laughs> combat-related stuff, so I actually got um, a magic level. I've been getting a bunch of experience in my uh, combat, uh, all of them, I guess, because, I mean, I was doing Barrows. If you don't know, Barrows is like a, a multi-switch boss. If you can call them that, it's but not uh, too hard. No, it's not it hard at all. When you say it like that, it sounds intimidating. Yeah, it's multi-switch, but you're not in combat when you're switching. So yeah, it's, you it's only do one easy. at a time, and then you can literally just take breaks and hang yeah. out. Like you do, you do magic on one, and then you leave, take, <laughs> take a break, take a sip of water, change your gear, and then go to the next one. So. Take a sip of water, go on yeah. a walk. <laughs> it's extremely easy. So if you're thinking of gear switching like Zora, it's not even close. And, yeah, I uh, know. Whenever you say gear switching, I'm like. You need to be more clear here. It's not that hard. Yeah, no. And so um, I actually didn't use range. Usually there you can use all three pretty effectively, but mm -hmm. I just did magic and melee. And so I actually got quite a bit of experience doing, I think I did about 10 hours of barrows. Wow. So What's I actually your magic got... I, I, my magic, I think, is like 86. I don't have the game pulled up for some reason, but... You never do. I always got the game pulled up. Yeah, so I got it to, like, I think, like, 86. It's one of my lower combat 
magic or combat skills in general. Oh my gosh, now you sound like one of those pretentious people who's like, oh, 86, it's so low. And any other Whoa. players listening are going to be like, I hate you. I guess compared to like my strength, <laughs> my strength is like 92. Okay, so. braggadocious. I'm much. only halfway there. Still, oh my God, whenever I was like 60, level 60 or like even 40 on stuff, I would hate people like you. They're like, it's pretty low. It's only 86. I'm yeah. like, gosh, shut up. But I mean, you'd also be the same person that's all like, oh, I remember you asked me whenever <laughs> we first started playing, you got to like 45, level 45 on something. And you're like, oh, like I'm halfway there to 90. Oh, I didn't or 99. know. I didn't know how insane it got. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm almost halfway there to <laughs> and 99. And then he told like, me you're not halfway till 92. And yeah. I was like, what? I was like, you're not even close. Because he like watches all the videos on it. I just play the game and make assumptions. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I did a bunch of Barrow stuff. Uh, it's actually a really cool video. It should be out, like I said, whenever this video goes out on YouTube. So Thursday. Yep. And um, we actually have stuff in the queue. Usually he just spends all week uh, doing yeah. this every I'm, day. I've but been super uh, on top of our videos. Like for actually YouTube. getting stuff ready before. Yeah, like three or four videos ahead of time. So. And you guys don't know how impressive this is is for us yeah it's, it's amazing it's, it's pretty crazy usually we're just like barely on time but. yeah and then he always likes to rush videos he's like oh i don't want to put in the queue i'll just release five videos today <laughs> i'm like yeah. why <laughs> All right, that's cool i like having a million videos go out and then complaining about how you have no time to study yeah exactly <laughs> but uh yeah i've been on it got the videos in the queue been Killed studying it. you know doing doing everything and uh i think the barrels runs in particular were really interesting and fun because <laughs> you had the like, best luck Oh, I had no spoilers. I had really good, good luck. luck. Yeah, I had really good luck, which is funny because, like, I, I don't know spoilers, but kind of spoilers. I ended up getting like <laughs> nearly the average on what it says per run. Yeah, but it's weird because no spoilers again. I mean, these are all see. spoilers. So no, none of these are spoilers. <laughs> you'll see. He got some good drops, but then some were so bad that it somehow evened out. Dude, a, a couple <laughs> of my chests were so bad. Whenever you kill the boss, you open a chest, and it can have anywhere between like like ten thousand gold and like two million gold worth. Did you of get stuff one that was like two thousand? I had one that was like literally three thousand gold. It was like a hundred mine runes or something. Oh. Like, it was the worst drop I've ever seen so, in my life. Yeah, even though he had really good luck sometimes, somehow he still averaged out because of those real bad ones. Yeah, exactly. But I, I actually really liked it because I gave myself a limit of a, a million gold. That's pretty cool. I really like that about the video. Yeah. It, it's nice because, like, I didn't have to sell anything. Usually if I go and change from, like, killing dragons to, like, doing a different boss, I have to sell all my gear. And then I'm like, oh, how do I spend all this money to, like, optimally do it? And this one was nice because I just escape. I just was like, all right, I have a million gold. Let me see how like good I can do this boss with a million gold. You did it fairly well. Yeah. And that was the first time I ever used a dragon scimitar. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I had enough money. I had enough money for a whip way before I completed the quest for a dragon sim. <laughs> and yeah, I had like eighty like eighty attack and eighty strength by the time I could use a dragon sim. So you I just mean really low attack and strength. No, <laughs> no, definitely not at all. Like I just was so over leveled for using a dragon sim, I had never needed to. But yeah, it's, it's actually... hilarious thinking about our quest, me and Rob compared because I yeah. would do stuff as soon as it was available to me. No, and just yeah. die over and over again, and he just goes and, like one hits all these things. Yeah, a really good example of that is I killed Elrog, the um, Dragon Slayer one end boss, with a Dragon Hunter crossbow. 
So I didn't even know those existed whenever yeah. I did that quest. So I had like I think I did that when I was still free to play. Yeah, it probably. Yeah. I had like 150 mil worth of gear when I went and killed the Dragon Slayer one boss. That is hilarious. Yeah. Super unnecessary. Yeah, so Barrow's video, got a bunch of combat levels, and we have a bunch of other videos coming out. Like I said, if you're interested at all in uh, Outriders or anything like that, ton of videos there. And uh, I think that's about it for the account video updates, though. Yeah, we also put my Winter Taught one out, which we talked about last week, how we were mm-hmm. going to have it out already, and we actually did not put it out in time. Yeah, it took like an extra three days after I said that to yeah. put it out. So if you were looking for the video the day that you listened to the podcast last week and can find it, it's there now. Yeah, so <laughs> You can you, watch it now. That Yeah, that'd actually be cool. You'd have two videos to look at for 100 runs of Barrows and 100 Winter Tots, so you can see what you can expect or just how unlucky we got. <laughs> Compared to you. Yeah, basically. That's pretty cool. But uh, the next thing up on the market is, of course, the large, fairly large patch we got today below Ice Mountain. And I think they only pulled this or made a poll blog about it like three weeks ago. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) uh, Actually, it's just a couple hours ago. Yeah. But yeah, it it wasn't very long at all. I was extremely surprised at the turnaround time. I know. They've been turning around some stuff so fast. And then other stuff, it's like, it feels like they've been talking about forever. It makes you wonder, like, do you think that they had all this prepared? They skewed the poll results. They pay a bunch of bots to vote yes. They either had all this prepared or they had it maybe semi-prepared. Or they just like had it not prepared at all and just knocked it out. In, I don't like, think a few it's that weeks. one, honestly. I don't think so. Well, I feel like they had it mostly prepared, and if people said no, they probably would have taken all these things and slightly changed them and then reintroduced it as something else. I don't know, because like <laughs> they they did it so fast. I feel like if the poll like didn't get good feedback, maybe they knew it would get good feedback. Yeah, because no one ever votes. No, don't bring this new area. Some people do. Some people are annoying. Yeah, some I people think definitely do. Most people are super excited yeah. for it. Yeah, especially this is actually probably one of the like biggest updates to free to play oh in my a gosh, really yes. long time. I'm so excited to actually play all this on my free to play account. I will not be. I'm gonna let other people figure oh, yeah. out if it's worth my time, and then maybe I'll visit it. Like I said, for our free to play, pay to play, which we still haven't updated in a second. We'll work on that. Maybe by next week, we'll have another one. Yeah, I think we're gonna work on that. Fingers soon. crossed. So oh, if you enjoyed also, our first competitive episode, we'll another another, another video thing we did not do the God Wars dungeon. And it wasn't even Rob's fault. I was tuning into The Sims. I actually thought about it every day and just never brought it up to you because I was like, no, can't stop. Can't stop Sims. Yeah. And I was also <laughs> doing the Barrows video. He would have said time. no regardless, but um, it actually wasn't your fault. It was mine. Yeah, I know. But yeah, no, I I do think I'll enjoy the area. Like whenever I went there on the quest, you'll see in the video, I, I like do a walkthrough of the quest and then I also like show around the area and it's super cool. I don't even care if it's efficient because it's just yeah. awesome. <laughs> I think I might go through on my main account first and then see if any of them are like, because they, they enter, they introduced, we're going to go into like a little more detail on them, but like quickly, they introduced new fishing, cooking, runecrafting, prayer, combat, mining, and smithing methods. I didn't even notice the runecrafting in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you have to kill the, you have to kill the golem mobs and oh. then they drop something that you can use for runecrafting. Oh, okay. I did kill them. All I got was clay. Okay. Yeah. And so they introduced uh, different methods for all of those on for free to play as well as members. So I'm I might go through and see if there's like potential like new 
like not maybe i don't think there's going to be any like best methods for leveling stuff in there but maybe there's going to be some really comparable ones yeah and for like really low level players for them i think it would probably be worth it because yeah. it's all in one place and there's a bank in there yeah so it's all in one place it's consolidated and it looks nice and on top of it that looks sick <laughs> some of them even if they're not the best experience some of them actually might be really good money makers so i think either i'm gonna like wait and uh wait for other people to like tell me whether it's worth my time or i might just go down there and check them out and test them myself he's too efficient scape now no that's that's how i've always <laughs> played runescape though not necessarily efficient scape but just you know making sure that everything's going nice okay respect yeah so we're going to talk more about all the different leveling methods here but i'm going to go through the actual patch notes and so we'll cover everything that this has to offer and so the first thing is how to get there. Michelle, you know how to get there, right? I do know how to get there. So first you have to go to like kind of in front of Ice Mountain and you meet this person named Willow and have to go and like basically help get her excavation team, I say loosely together, okay. to go and blow up these rocks that are blocking a door on the west side of Ice Mountain. It's near the, it says it's near the Dwarven Mines, right? Yeah, it is near the Dwarven Mines, but whenever you're at Ice Mountain, you'll just see that there's a little dungeon kind of like on the topish left side of the mountain. Okay. And then it says that uh, once you go and talk to the old dwarf, you get a bunch of demo or with a penchant for demolition. Nice. And so you blow your way into it. And uh, spoiler alert, I guess if you are worried about what you get from the uh, actual quest itself. Not much, honestly. Yeah, it gives you some like 2,000 gold. Um a quest point and access to the ice mountain dungeon so if you have your uh, quest cape then this is going to be ha something that you have to add to your repertoire and it should be pretty quick how long do you think it took you to do the quest it probably took me like 30 minutes because i didn't look anything up and i was trying to yeah i was trying to do it in a more efficient way to like help everyone understand what was happening so i think i think i could have done it in like 15 to 20. yeah i mean there's no I'm guides on slow, it so. though. there is already guides on uh wiki <laughs> oh, on, on Wiki, yeah. There's probably someone that just did it as soon as, oh, yeah, because, I mean, the, the updates actually come out at, like, midnight our mm -hmm. time, so there's probably some people in the EU that already had yeah. up, uh, some, like, written quests for it. Yeah, I was, I was like, looking to see, like, what level it is. It's Novus. I was, I thought that it might be hard for some reason. Cause, no, it's a free-to-play. Because aren't, I didn't realize it was free-to-play until I looked it up. Yeah. But isn't there another quest that they, like, had pulled semi-recently that's going to be harder? I don't know. For the can't, it was for Corinne, I think. There's going to be like a Kingdom Divided oh, or something. Oh, yeah, Kingdom Divided. That's a quest they've been working on for a long time. Yeah, though. so I thought it might be that. And I was like, if it's a hard quest, like, no video. I'm using a guide. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is something I'm looking forward to. But that is not going to come out for a little bit. I think they've been talking mm -hmm. about it for longer than this has even been blogged about. The which Ice is Mountain weird, Dungeon. which is so weird how this came out so fast. Yeah, it's it's really funny. So it says activities in the ruins. So it says within the ruins, you it's there's a bunch of baronite down there. So uh, baronite can be gathered while skilling within the ruins, and you'll be gaining XP as you go. So the activities available are primarily aimed at low-ish level free-to-play adventurers mm -hmm. with the intention of filling notable gaps in free-to-play skilling. So that's um, everything that that's exactly what they said word for word on this. So I think that'd be perfect on our starter accounts yeah. to go here. It'd be nice to check it out, maybe just for an episode and see like what everything's um, like, how everything works, and just yeah. see if it's worth it. And the only monster thing, whatever that you have to fight on the quest, is just a level twenty-five guardian thing. 
So yeah. if you are like doing it on a super low account, maybe bring like a couple things, but most like mid to high level, like you'll be fine. Yeah, and there's there's ways to level up cooking down here too. So you could even just come down here, level up your cooking, and use that food to fight the golems. But the guardian you have to kill before you get in. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. For the yeah, the guardian's quest. different okay. than the golems. All right, I see. But uh, so for the first thing we're gonna talk about is gonna be just we're quickly gonna touch on the prayer. And so they have a thing called religious offerings, and it says down in the ice mountain cave, they're home to rare cave fish. And uh, yeah, it's funny. Uh, the tradition is to use these fish as religious offerings, and so that's going to be one way to train your prayer skill in the ruins. Yeah, I didn't know that, and I like walked up and clicked on the altar and was like, you don't have any fish in your inventory. And I was like, oh, so we pray with fish here. <laughs> we pray with fish. And speaking of fish, they have, uh, so the first thing is fishing. And this actually, I think this all contains or pertains to prayer. So in order to even begin the prayer process, you need to start fishing, which is funny. So um, the first <laughs> the first three levels, you need a fishing net, uh, big or small, and that'll get you all the fish you need. And uh, you must be level seven or above to fish here. Yes, you have, must be level seven. So, so I actually can't even take my free-to-play account here yet. <laughs> yeah, so go to Lumbridge and knock out your first seven levels. Get some scrimps. Get some scrimps, some anchovies. Actually, I don't think you get anchovies until like 14. <laughs> Either way, so get some scrimps and then... Get up your cooking because you also need to be level seven cooking. And so once you are there, the first three fish are available to free to play. And for the first three, it's level seven, 20, 33 for fishing. Yeah. And same for the cooking. There's also, yeah, same levels for the cooking. You're right. And then also there is one fish available for members only, and that's level 46 fishing. And you need a big net for that. Yeah. And all the rest you could use small net, except for the like highest free-to-play that one you can use small or big net so yeah. just bring a small net if you're free to play and you won't need anything else yeah and we're also going to have all the patch notes there's there's a lot of patch notes to go over so we're going to have that in the description of the youtube video so you can check it out there yep and if you're not watching this on youtube then you just need to go to the runescape.com website and check out the news it's going to be the first news post awesome and so um also there's a chance of finding a baronite when fishing and there's a rare chance of catching a baronite handle and that's going to be kind of important later on you use it for a pretty desirable item even for members i'm pretty sure cool and i don't know if you're gonna say this but the baronite is almost used like a currency there like you kind of trade oh, it, it. yeah oh, okay well, it's not for like stuff it's for like buffs while you're in the dungeon oh yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. i go I through it that. in my video about like the quest and stuff it's just like for a thousand you get like for, you get like a mining boost for an hour and stuff like that. Oh, okay. That's, That's cool. cool. So it's a little extra thing you'll get while doing this stuff. Yeah. And for like more Bear Knight, you could get like a permanent boost while you're in the dungeon. And oh, it's that's pretty cool. Sick. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Well, moving on to the second part of the praying, and that's going to be the cooking part. So the cooking part isn't really cooking, it's like how you can level cooking while doing barbarian fishing, which is just going to be flaying and cleaning the fish. And so. Okay. Yeah, so once you clean the fish, it'll it's possible to ruin it and mess it up, which you won't get <laughs> any experience for. And the chance of failure is dependent on your cooking level. So bring your culinary A game. And uh, like we said before, it's the same uh, leveling tiers as before, 7, 20, and 33, with the member only being 46. Cool. As far as the praying goes, with your fish prepared, it's time to make an offering at an ancient altar to train the actual prayer skill. And so there's a three-step process for training your prayer, but it's it's kind of interesting that it levels 
other stuff as well. Yeah, so it doesn't feel like it's not like time efficient or something because as you're doing stuff, you're earning other skills. Yeah, and on top of that, I think this is actually a really great way to introduce like stuff to free-to-play players because I know there's probably like a lot of free-to-play players that don't do too much fishing or too much prayer or anything like that. And so this is like a good way to get them to like... Like into it. Yeah, be more familiar with multiple skills because I know a lot of people will just do like a couple skills and then probably never do them again. So... <laughs> This, maybe this is be a nice way for new players to get used to it. I'm free to play. I would always be burying all of my bones. Yeah. So this will be a little, probably a little more fun than burying bones. Yeah, just a little. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and so uh, moving on to the next thing, it's going to be the Golem Cores. So this is going to be the combat and rune crafting and also the mining slash smithing part of the, um, or actually, no, this is just going to be combat and rune crafting. Sorry, yes. I jumped ahead a little bit. Too so, excited. Yeah. So it says, um, the old inhabitants of the runes controlled golems, programming them to do many tasks. The golems were fueled by runic energy and imbued with the power of the body and mind altars. So essentially, you fight these golems, and then they can drop golem cores. So they've been corrupted, filling them with uncontrollable power. And the dangerous golems were sealed away in the runes for good. But luckily, now that you've opened the runes, uh, you can slay all the golems at will. So, uh, yeah. Just go kill them in their own home. Yeah, just go into their homes, kill them. They've been trapped there forever. The first person they see tries to kill them. Take so, their insides for yeah, rewards. rip their hearts out. And then they're, they're just sitting there mortified. They're like, wow, you just ripped Bob's heart out. I've His known cord. him for a thousand years. Yeah, so you get... Kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> I've known Bob for a thousand years. Yeah. So, um... Jeez, <laughs> you took that to a level you didn't mean to. That's hilarious. Either way, so... Again, this is a two-step process, similar to how the prayer was a three-step process, and this will train your combat as well as your rune crafting. So for the very first mob, the enemies are going to be level 13, 30, and 50. That's going to be for free-to-play. And the pay-to-play is going to be a level 70 Chaos Golem. Only the latter three is going to drop cores, which... Yeah, I, the lowest level eh. does not. Yeah, unfortunate. So the, if you're only fighting the level 13 mobs, you won't be able to train rune crafting but you can still train combat there. Don't know why you'd want to, but you could. And so the level 30 and 50 are going to drop mind and body cores, which if you know anything about rune crafting, correlates directly to the mind and body runes. Mm -hmm. And so once you kill a few of them, you're going to get Baronite as well, just like all the other activities. And there's a rare chance you'll get the Baronite Guard, similar to the Baronite Handle we just talked about earlier. And as far as the runecrafting part, players can use the cores to train their runecrafting skill, offering them at the relevant runecrafting altar for XP and runes. Each core offers more XP and runes than a single essence, meaning fewer trips to the altar. However, this benefit is offset by the time it takes to obtain the cores. Yeah, it's not every drop. Yeah, so um, I'm guessing this is going to be extremely similar to the overall like XP method for um, day alt essence mining where mm. like day alt essence mining uh, this was introduced with sins of the father so usually you just get regular rune essence and then go make your runes but with day alt essence you get 50% more experience but you have to mine it yourself Overall, and it doesn't give you much mining experience at all if I remember correctly yeah it's like five it's, <laughs> it's, it's like nothing so overall you get less experience if you do the day alt mining method but if more you more fun for some people it does give you 50% more experience so it's like a trade off 
So you have to spend more time mining, but you have to spend less time running between the altars. So if you hate the run between the altar, then this is then that's going to save you time. And I think this might be similar. Like it's going to net you less experience per hour, mm -hmm. technically. But if you hate the run between the mind altar, the body altar or whatever, then I think if I had to guess, it's going to be similar. And that's it's going to save you that run time. Really just depends which parts you hate more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Th that's literally it with runecrafting because runecrafting has no nice way to do it. It's like, just... I hate runecrafting, so I was actually thinking, well, maybe I'll just do the chaos golems and try to get their cores. Yeah, exactly. So if you just have, like, a, a billion chaos golem cores, then you can just, like, save yourself running a bunch and just get a bunch of chaos rooms doing this all at once. I should do a video of 100 chaos golem loot. Yeah, and it'll be really nice. <laughs> as well because you won't need to bring a, I'm guessing you won't need to bring a tiara and you won't need to bring I imagine not. Yeah, you won't need to bring a talisman or anything like we that. We don't know this for sure though just yeah. to be clear. Yeah, I'm totally guessing that you just Speculating. run to the altar with your cores and it'll hook you up with a bunch of runes. Better be, otherwise yeah. it's not as good. I mean, if that's the case then this could be a really nice way to get one chaos runes. Oh, I do use chaos. Well, yeah. not as much but I do use them sometimes. Yeah, I think chaos runes is, is super useful. They're not very expensive, but they I mean They're expensive to, when you're low and mid level though. Yeah, compared <laughs> to mind mind runes and body runes, they can be really expensive. So, I think they're like 60 or 70 gold each. Yeah, jumping to them when you have to buy thousands is a rude awakening. Yeah, so this actually <laughs> could potentially be a really nice way to get your combat and your rune crafting as a like low or medium new member. Yeah, whenever I like went over there, I just I didn't know that the golems were there because I didn't look at any of these notes or anything. I was just kind of wandering around and I clicked on one and I killed a mind golem. All I got was clay, but I walked to the next room and it was chaos golems and the room was like totally filled. So I didn't even attack any because I was yeah. just like, there's too much people here. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, do you know if you can use a cannon? I doubt it. Yeah, I, I doubt it as well. there's just so many probably people that are going to be in there and i mean for chaos maybe but the other one is a cannon free to play it's not is it oh no no it's not but yeah. chaos is also not yeah so i don't know maybe that'd be interesting it's definitely not going to be worth the money per hour or anything no, like that no. but it could speed up your experience per hour a ton if, uh, if you could use it i think it's kind of nice because i hate runecrafting and this kind of seems like a cool way to do it because you're also training combat yeah, while doing crafting. I'm, I'm not mad about this. I I was joking about doing a video about it, but now I'm like, all right, 100 is not a lot because they're pretty yeah, low. But I could do might. a video with a lot. Yeah. If you don't do a video, then I might. It'd sure, be, I'll it'd do be it. cool to see like how much experience per hour you get. Or maybe just like do like... I'll set a number like 250 or something. Yeah, you could do like 1,000 Chaos Cores or something. I mean, that that's an okay, insane number. But... That's a lot of cores. Maybe just 1,000 Golems and see how many cores. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd actually be cool because 1,000... Golems wouldn't be too long. And also... All right. Looks like I have plans for this weekend. Yeah, that'd be really <laughs> cool. So I guess, yeah, stick around on the YouTube channel and uh, see if we drop something like that. So... I'll do that. Because I... If you haven't been listening, I feel like every week I'm like, I made a video, but now I don't know what to do. Yeah. So <laughs> I think so that'll be, be my really next cool. idea. Yeah, I think that's actually a really, really nice idea. Cool. So... What um, if I get, like, one core? <laughs> no, I don't yeah. know how rare they are. That'd be nice if it was, like, one every fourth. So mm -hmm. then you'd get 250 cores, and then I don't know how many runes they give you, but... I know. That'd be a good amount of runes. And what's nice about Chaos runes, especially as a low or a medium level, like a new member, mm -hmm. is as soon as you get the Chaos Gauntlets from the Family Crest quest, 
that's like one of the best ways to AFK train your um, magic through combat, in my opinion. The best. Because I trained quite a bit of magic AFKing blue dragons with with magic using like fire blast or something. I think I think you have to use a bolt. So I think I was using it fire was bolt. bolt. I and didn't even AFK. I just did for every Slayer test that used magic. I would just do yeah the chaos like, gauntlets. I think until they like give you a big boost. A really high until you can start bursting. It's like not a bad way at all to level your uh, magic through combat. Definitely not. And because I think I got it to if you're using a staff of the dead. Okay, this stuff is expensive, so this is not going to be for everyone. But if you're using a staff, <laughs> I of was the already dead, like, uh. <laughs> yeah, staff of the dead gives you 10% increased damage, and a cult necklace gives you 10% increased damage. And a cult necklace is only like 200k nowadays. Really? Yeah, they used to be a lot. They no? used to be a lot, but yeah, everything's crashed recently. I felt chipped whenever I bought it. It was a lot more than that. Yeah, so for <laughs> sub two million gold, you can get the okay not staff of the dead but you can get the other um maybe just it, don't follow <laughs> the setup at all if you're for, low for level reason, no i was thinking of the the smoke staff i think the smoke staff gives you a 10 percent damage increase too i don't remember that to be honest yeah it I, would be the smoke battle staff if it was. yeah I think or maybe the, the mystic no i think the well either one both of the smoke battle staffs i think provide a 10 percent damage increase so that's what i was thinking because that's like 1.4 mil the necklace is 200k so for two less than two million gold, you can uh, be hitting, and of course with the chaos gauntlets, you can be hitting like twenty four and twenty five damage hits. Yeah. With for a single chaos rune. Yeah, because with the gauntlets, your bolts hit as hard as uh, what are Blasts. they? Blast. Yeah, the yeah. blasts come after, so it, they're hitting like mid level. Yeah, they're hitting like for like a lot. And like they are much cheaper. They're hitting for for an example. I just did the barrows video, so it, with that setup, you're hitting for as much as an Ivan's Blast, which costs you a death rune. Yeah. Which is like much three, more three or four times as much as a Chaos rune. So it's going to save you a ton of money and time just if you like get a setup like that. So I think this could be a really, really good method early on. Yeah. So in conclusion, go get your Chaos Gauntlets. Yeah. I don't I even guess. know how we trailed off there, but... Oh, yeah, because it gives you runes. About, yeah, talking about Chaos <laughs> So, um, yeah, either way, that's how you get the runecrafting. Huge tangent, but if you didn't know about any of that, then that's going to be I think good we've, news. like, talked about Chaos Gauntlets before. We could not speak more highly of them. Yeah, Chaos Gauntlets are insane. All Honestly, the gauntlets from Family Crest and Family Pest, get them. Yeah, actually, the, the cooking gauntlets are pretty useless then, just because of the Karam Bronze situation. Well, yeah, but if you can't afford to get a million Karam Bronze. Yeah. Or if you're an Iron Man, I'm sure yes. they're worth like insane priceless yeah priceless (laughs) yeah honestly do your family crest quest as soon as possible and then family pest is the follow-up where you're able to get all three of the gauntlets because originally after family crest you can only use one pair oh yeah i forgot about that but that does cost quite a bit i think it's like 10k no way or maybe like a hundred in the first first one they give you a bunch of gold and then the second one the family's like oh we're broke now you have to give us gold i think it's it's like a million gold really it's it's a a lot. lot But but the thing is, they allow you to permanently, continually rebuy the gloves. Yeah, if you lose them, which I have dying, you could just go and be like, hey, can I have more gloves? And they'll be like, sure, whatever. Yeah, and the gloves can be like 200K, so I think that's why it costs so much. Yeah, it it is worth it. It's expensive in the beginning. Oh, it's 500,000 coins. Yeah, 500,000. That is so. a lot. If you're like 
a lower level yeah, player. Yeah, it's a new player that can be expensive. But it says it, the person who was like, just get a staff of the dead. Yeah, but if you don't, even if you don't have money, do the family crest quest. So you at least get one. And then if you once you get <laughs> money later, or if you lose your gloves, go back with 500k and do family pest, and that'll be nice. It's great. All right, so moving on to the gathering relics, which is going to be the way you train your mining and smithing. It's going to be you mine baronite rocks. So this is going to also give you baronite deposits, as you guessed. And then, of course, you can smelt it down into additional baronite as well as ancient relics. Cool. So, um, I didn't. Did you do any of this? I did not. So the dude was like telling me, he was like, oh, yeah, go like get me some baronite. And I did it. And then whenever I went back to him, I just saw like the store. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I probably could have right-clicked him and just talked to him only to figure this out. Oh, but yeah. I only got 13 Baronite, so oh, okay. I don't so think I could do much. much. Yeah. So it says that for um, in order to do this process, step one is going to be the mining part. So you mine Baronite rock, and you need 15 mining in order to begin doing this. So mm -hmm. you might want to just blast out the first 15 levels doing copper and tin. And, and they're the uh, veins in the wall. I went... <laughs> I don't mind. Whenever I mine, I just do the iron, right? So I like mm -hmm. walked up and did. I was like, oh, I think this is it. Mined it, and it was just clay. And then uh, I was like, oh, there's stuff in the walls. That's probably. It. Okay, so it's wall veins. It's yeah. just like mother load mine in that way. Then there may have been actual ores there, but I went to clay stupidly, and then I noticed the walls. Oh <laughs> no! It says right here. It says mining here will work similarly to the upper level ore veins in mother load mine, ensuring the rocks can be worked in groups. Hey, there we go. Yeah, I remember them. Actually, yeah, that this reminds me. I remember them talking about this because, what's it called? If you don't know what Motherload Mine is, the top floor, you can mine everyone in the entire map potentially if you could set it up with this much, <laughs> with this much accuracy, <laughs> can mine the same vein. There's no limit of people that can mine it for, I think, 30 seconds at a time. Yeah, I did notice mine was mining for a bit. I think I got... Yeah like nine of those in one and then I hit it again but I could have honestly just been pausing for a second and I was like yeah. click 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 yeah so uh you you can mine it for a certain amount of time it says it'll work similarly to the mother load mine I don't know if it's exactly going to be the same amount of time but mm -hmm. you can mine there for a certain amount of time and then move on to the next one next to it and then continue to mine that for several seconds so it's not going to be like if you are at the mining quarry next to Varrock where you mine a piece of tin and it disappears and then you're going to move on to the next one. You could just continually mine the same one over and over again. And awesome. Like they say here in parentheses, it says ensuring the rocks can be worked in groups. It makes a lot, a lot easier if there's more than like one, more than like five people at any of the Varrock mining quarries. And you essentially can't mine there unless you're like crashing someone. Like you have to go to a different world. So this will essentially remove that. Good. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's exciting. And it says players get around 25 experience per Baronite mind, and finding a deposit will yield some extra experience. Um, I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> yeah, so... And then the next step is going to be the smithing, of course. So, again, you need 15 smithing. So, just go make a bunch of tin and copper. And, and Varrock. Yeah, and Varrock, and then turn it into bronze, and then make some bronze armor. And you should be good to go pretty fast. It should only take you, like, I don't know, an hour or two to get to 15 smithing. And so that'll be pretty easy. Hopefully not too long. We don't actually know. Hopefully not too long. <laughs> but I haven't done it in a long time. But and I you think have that's... to keep in mind that it's also like really slow whenever you're low levels. Yeah. But what's nice <laughs> is there's like barely any competition on tin and copper. So it should be 
at least on copper. I thought that those were the ones that all the bots were at. No, bots are on uh, iron. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, once you get to 15 smithing, you can come down into the Baronite Mines with a hammer at the anvil and then um, smith all your stuff. And so this will yield you, uh, it says Baronite, which is common, ancient relics, which is uncommon, a Baronite head, which is going to be the third and I think final part of the Baronite guard and the Baronite handle we talked about oh, earlier. So whenever you smelt, you don't choose what you're making, it just makes them? Yeah, it says you break down the baronite deposits with a hammer, and then you can get one of these things. Okay. And then it also says a broken baronite hammer, which is a rare plus members-only thing. So, unfortunate there, I guess. That is If you a are members. But the thing is, the broken baronite hammerhead, what it allows, to, allows you to make is the dwarven hammer. And that's the one that's equivalent. And that equivable? is a, the equivalent hammer for smithing. That's awesome. Yeah, so if... For instance, obviously this is really high level, but if you are smithing like adamant or rune or something like that, and you're just going between the bank and the smithing spot in Varrock, you don't have to keep an extra hammer in your inventory. You can just do a full 28 of whatever ingot you're using. Nice. So yeah, that's that's really nice because like because of the extra space it takes up, you'll have a really odd amount <laughs> and nothing requires seven ingots to make. It's usually like six or eight. So you are always stuck in a really weird spot. I am wondering, can you only use it for smithing or can you use that hammer like for construction on members? Um, I'm not sure. Well, I I mean. Well, it's all members only. Yeah, it's it's only members for sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll get to it obviously in the notes and hopefully they'll provide some clarification on that. (laughs) But uh, it says ancient relics can be handed in at the Varrock Museum for coins. In addition, members also get kudos for the first relic they hand in. So that's really nice if you're close to getting the 150 kudos or nice. however many kudos I you need to get to that like gate. I think it was like 100. Mm, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I, haven't, I, I haven't, feel so pretentious. I'm like, it's been so long. I don't even remember. I've never. <laughs> I've still never walked through that gate that you need like all, all the kudos in the world to like walk I through. I think I've done it. I'm not totally sure now that I'm thinking about it though. Yeah. Because if I can't remember, to. it could be because I just don't know. It's, it's hilarious because in order to get to that if you, if you all don't know, we're talking at the Varrock Museum to the right of it. There is the dig site. And in order to get through that gate without going all the way around, you have to have an amount of kudos. And it's funny because by the time you have the proper amount of kudos, you don't need to go to that dig site ever again. So, Sometimes you need to go for food scrolls. Okay, That's yeah. it. I guess that could be And nice... but whenever that happens, I use my dig site necklace. Yeah, dig site <laughs> pendant. Yeah, I have one in my house, so I've never... I'll never use that gate, which is hilarious. Yeah, they should honestly make that gate easier to I <laughs> access. Think, I think it's just like a troll. Like, it, like there's no point. But either way, that's funny. And it says, um, on top of getting the kudos, the Baronite head and the broken Baronite hammer, meanwhile, can be made into new items. And mm-hmm. uh, like I said, we'll look at that later. And it says, when smithing players get around 37.5 XP per deposit, and they'll be monitoring the drop rates and adjusting them accordingly once they get enough data. 37k per... 37.5 per, kinda, per deposit. That seems kind of nice. Yeah, I think that's actually a good amount. I agree. Honestly. but um, I wonder how much that'd be an hour. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the mining might be kind of lackluster, but the smithing might be worth it. It's, I don't know. It's going to be hard to say. Oh, you can walk through the gate. I walked through the gate. I went to check. Nice. <laughs> I have access. I think... I wonder if it's part of a diary or something. I think it was a mini quest was like, oh, go and earn kudos. Or yeah. it could be like 
No, because you did the medium Varrock. I don't think it'd be a hard Varrock thing. Yeah, I don't think so. Either way. All right, so moving on through the patch notes, they actually added a, another mini game. it looks like, called The Vault. I'm very interested in this because in my video, if you watch, you'll see I walk up to it and I'm like, I don't know what this is, but it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, it actually looks really cool. It has like these glowing gates with um, like, like holograms. Yeah, they're like holograms. <laughs> they look like um, old Nordic symbols, essentially, and they're glowing different colors. So essentially what the vault is, is we talked about this before. You have to hand in your Baronite in order to gain access. Oh, yeah. So it has a small like cache of, of Baronite you can deposit mm -hmm. so that it'll allow you to pay for 20 entries in a single transaction. So you don't have to keep paying them. Over I remember talking about that. I don't remember the point of it or what the loot is, though. So the loot is just gold. Okay. As far as I remember. So if you're free to play, this could be... An okay money maker potentially. Yeah, they, they do have a section talking about rewards that we'll get to in just a second. Okay. But essentially it's a maze, and throughout the maze is gonna be chests. And so a player has one minute to loot as many chests as possible and then reach the exit. If the player doesn't make it out in time, then all of their bounty is lost. That's annoying. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's just so it's a it's a, a running maze. You have to run through, get the chest, and then leave. And it says making things even more challenging is the location of the chest and the loot within them. It's going to be hmm. randomized. Similarly, the doors will at times be blocked off, forcing you to go through a different path and having you think on your toes. That could be a cool video too, a certain amount of runs through here. Yeah, just 100 to see like what you get, something like that, because it seems like it'll be pretty quick. That's only 100 minutes, which would be... Wow, yeah. Yeah, which is really fast. So We're trying it, to just fill up these loot from 100 videos. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty fun. So You could do that and mind. I'll do the golem. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll do both. Yeah, mini games are not really my thing, but we'll see. It says other rewards in addition to all the above. Uh, the runes offer new and unique rewards. And so the first thing is the Baronite Mace. So like I was talking about earlier, the Baronite Handle that you get from fishing, the Baronite Guard from golems, as well as the Baronite Head that you get from the deposits. So you have to do everything in this dungeon to get this. But once you do have all those pieces, you can acquire yourself the Baronite Mace. Which so, looks really cool. I think we talked about before. It, it does sick. look really cool. It's a purple mace. It looks like a morning star that is purple. It's like it kind of looks like a uh, like a super cool wand. It does. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a really like bulbous wand. And uh, so it says once you have all three components, a character within the runes will tell you how to combine them to finish the Baronite Mace. Uh, you also need some Baronite, obviously, clues in the name. This, this is what they're saying. I'm not, okay. I'm not trying to be uh, rude. <laughs> rude. They're That's rude, not us. <laughs> and it says, the mace is positioned slightly below the rune scimitar. It's a useful crush weapon for low to mid levels and requires 40 attack. It's actually a surprisingly high level needed, considering yeah, it's attack. like a low level people. Yeah, from what I recall, they added this, and it's essentially the 40 attack variant of the rune scimitar so it's going to oh. be the best in slot crush weapon in free to play oh wow yeah as far as i like I that recall. you can't just buy it either you have to like work for it yeah that's actually really <laughs> nice and what's on top of that what's really nice about this weapon is it says it comes with a unique effect it's a golem bane weapon this what? means it'll provide extra accuracy and damage when fighting golems so that's really cool. Okay, now I'm like, do I need to make a video of the mini game, a thousand golems, and a video of me grinding to get this wand thing? Yeah. So, so um, three videos coming for me soon, potentially. Yeah, this is actually really exciting, especially well, for free-to-play players. Yeah, this is really <laughs> cool. 
And so on top of that, it says um, uh, the item is untradeable and it will behave similarly to how uh, the fire cape is on death. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. So moving on to the dwarven hammer. This is members only, unfortunately, but it's an yeah. untradeable hammer that was once used as a smithing equipment for ancient dwarves. It's been a while since it's, since it's been much use to anyone, so you'll first need to find the busted version while breaking down baronite deposits, and then a character in the ruins will tell you how to repair it. You know what it kind of reminds me of is, like, at fairs, I don't even know if I've seen this in real life, but, like, in TV shows and movies, you know, they have, like, the big hammer that you can mm. go, and it dings yeah, yeah. the top. It looks like a blow-up little hammer at a fair game. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it does. It's funny because it has, like, the weird uh, yellow circle on yeah. it. Yeah. And so it says it'll function as a normal hammer when skilling, but because it can be equipped in the main hand, it frees up an inventory slot and note that the hammer has no combat stats when equipped. Okay. So like we were talking about earlier, this is just going to be not a huge quality of life, but mm -hmm. if, for instance, you had an inventory of 27 things and you were making stuff that was only divisible by two, you'd have one left over all the time, which could be really annoying. Yep. And so what this is going to do is allow you to have a full inventory of 28 ingots. And so you can make the full inventory of 14 items potentially if it only required two each. And if you are allowed to use it while doing construction at your house, I feel like that would be handy too. Because you have to use a saw and a hammer. I feel like you might not be able to though. Yeah, I feel like it's only going to be for smithing. It looks very extra. It does. So, uh, And they also say stop hammer time. So shout out to your boy. <laughs> and... Uh, so the, the runes area buff, which you touched on earlier, is going to be the next part. And so it says players will be able to spend Baronite that you can unlock through a various of ways. You can use that to unlock and purchase buffs that, that are effective only while you're within the runes. Yes. Yeah. So the first one, it says that there looks like there's six buffs here. One is going to increase the catch rate for fish, uh, decrease the failure rate uh, when preparing the fish, Reduces the damage from golem attacks. Increases the chance of obtaining baronite deposits. Increases the chance of finding mace components that and the broken seems hammer. super handy. And also there is a... It seems like all of those are infinite unlocks. Yes. And this final one is a one-hour buff to the dungeon that increases your success chance of all activities. Mm -hmm. And that one, I believe, is the cheapest one as well. It's only like 1,000, if nice. I'm remembering correctly. So what's going to be really interesting is if you do your video... To see how much of a difference any of these uh, buffs make, because all of these buffs are going to increase your your XP per hour, essentially. I know. I'm kind of thinking that I might work to get the increased chance of finding mace components, yeah. and then just make a video of me trying to find the mace, and then once I have the mace, make a video of me doing the golems with the mace. Okay. Yeah, that'd be smart. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but uh, essentially, it seems like if you plan on staying in these ruins for any amount of time longer than just doing the quest or messing around, mm -hmm. you're going to want these buffs. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to increase your fishing, your uh, cooking, your damage, your baronite deposits, everything that you do everything. down here. It's probably going to take a while to unlock them all, though. Yeah, absolutely. And so it says um, that's everything for the below the ice mountain and the new to free to play dungeon area. And they can't wait for you to delve in. I think, is this the only free to play dungeon area that's like this? I don't think there's any that's that, 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 have this, this, that are this stuff. expansive. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But honestly, now that, again, sounds so pretentious. Now that I'm a member, I don't really remember a lot. Yeah. I just remember the one, like the ice dungeon y um, 
That's kind of where the Mogers are, and they have the Hobgoblins. It's next to oh, Skeletal Wyvern. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I remember that. Yeah. That dungeon. I think that parts I was, of. I was thinking the most the extensive. Balador. Yeah. That one, but it's none of them really have anything other than combat. I don't yeah, think. I think the only other. I think the most notable dungeon, besides this one now, is probably the um, the dungeon where you get your uh, your fancy boots. I don't even remember that. Really. The stronghold. Oh, like where the dwarves are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, is it? I no, it's not where the town. dwarves are. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. No, I'm saying the stronghold where you have to answer the uh, account questions whenever you open the door. Oh, the security stronghold. Yeah, security yeah. stronghold. That's true. So I think that's the only other like free-to-play one that I think is actually like a dungeon like this. But even still, none have. You're right. None have scaling options. Mm-hmm. So this will be nice for free-to-play players because there's a lot of dungeons in pay-to-play. Yeah. That have like skilling stuff. You can go anywhere. <laughs> and combat stuff. So this is going to be nice. Like I said, I think it's going to be a really good introduction for a lot of new and free-to-play players. I totally agree. And you forgot the most important part. What? The frog. Oh, what about the frog? They have the cutest frogs. I actually <laughs> talked about it in the video and zoomed in on the frogs. Because oh, they look like okay. they have little glowing legs and eyes and mouths. Really disappointed that they're not a pet. Oh my god, that'd be the best pet. You know yeah. I was telling Rob before, because I have, like, tattoos. Uh, as of the other day, I actually have 21 tattoos. Right. And not trying to not trying to show off. But I was like, I feel like someday I'm going to have to get a RuneScape tattoo. Like, now you're going to get a frog. Yeah. So I was at Winter Tot, and I saw the little frogs that have, like, ice on their back. And I was like, this would be kind of cute. Like, I wouldn't get it, like, all pixelated, you know, like, RuneScape yeah. style. So it'd be, like, a subtle little RuneScape thing. And then I saw this one, and I was like, should I get two RuneScape frogs tattooed on my arm? Double frog. I mean, this one's pretty cool. It's, like, it's a little so brown cute. and blue frog. I feel like this one would be easier to tattoo than an yeah. ice one, too. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be white ink. It's hard to translate ice on a tattoo. Yeah. So, so anyway, if I get that tattoo eventually, I'll post a picture of it. Yeah, I've been thinking for a long time. They should add a free-to-play pet. Because, mm-hmm. I mean... Pet chasing is one of the biggest reasons people play this game literally, period, full stop. That's like my in-game goal is getting all the pets. Yeah, so <laughs> if they had a pet exclusive to this area that you could get everyone would be here. somehow, maybe like a combination of doing everything just so it's really like hard to get or mm-hmm. a real grind, then I don't know, maybe that'd be cool. But I, be I think I still think they should add that. And the, I think I the think frog would be I think that free to play should have pet options. I think maybe like one or two just to give them a taste because there's so many pets in the game. Yeah. There's like one for every boss and there's one for... Every skill like, almost? Not I, every. I, th- I think it's like half the skills, <laughs> but still. There's a lot of pets and it sucks that free-to-play can't uh, enjoy that. It sucks that I can't enjoy that as a member because I just haven't had good luck lately. Yeah. Lately ever. It's embarrassing. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> so that's going to be about it for the update. We're going to move on to the rest of the update, which is just uh, small fixes and stuff like that. So the Temporos update is going to be the next thing up on the market. And it's just a couple fixes. So what they did is they they canceled a bunch of things. So used to be able to put fires, mithril seeds, dragon cannons, a lot of like hunting boxes, everything that you took time to set up. Apparently, you could use that on the Temporos lobby ship. Okay. I don't know why you'd want to, but you could. And uh, <laughs> also, you can no longer light fires there, so they canceled all that stuff. What do you mean light fires there? On the boat? On the boat. Oh, okay. I didn't know people did. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Why would you need to light a fire or put a dwarf cannon on the ship? Fair. For fun. Yeah. So uh, they, they removed all that. 
They also made it so that players can no longer stall to run through fires. I don't know what this means. <laughs> I have no idea what this means. Yeah, either. but I'm guessing there is like a weird interaction between the fires in the Temporos game as in running. So maybe you could get around it somehow as like a little exploit, but I didn't know about it. And so it says points from dousing fires and fixing total, uh, totem poles has been doubled. Yes. So finally, because it was not worth your time to stop and douse a fire, it'd be better to just run around it. Yeah. So No one was putting them out, and then it would just be me because suddenly the fires are all surrounding me. Yeah, exactly. The only reason you fixed a totem pole is so you didn't get washed away, and that would like severely decrease your experience because you'd lose fish. Yeah, and now there's good reason for everyone to be like, oh my god, I want to be the one who fixes it. Yeah, exactly. And on top of that, relating to the Temporos update, they for the tackle box, um, they made it so you could store a bunch more things into it, awesome. which is nice. So the Pearl Barbarian Rod, a Tiny Net, Mulk Pearls, Merfolk Trident, the Dark Flippers, which they also added in the last update, mm -hmm. and um, the Trailblazer Harpoon. Awesome. It says all variants of the Trailblazer Harpoon you can add to the chest. So it makes the tackle box even more like worthwhile for and all Rob players. Rob already has one. I do. Lucky. And it says uh, stackable fish can no longer be stored in the fish barrel. So I'm guessing people were getting away with stacking. like What's a stackable? Um, I'm trying to think. Minnows. Oh, they are? Yeah. Wow. So what's nice? That's hilarious. Just like <laughs> just a, a trillion, a trillion minnows. I don't know Who why you'd to. Who had to tell Jagex about this? Uh, yeah, there. It was probably just a weird interaction. I have no idea. It's probably how for people who like collecting this. a lot of stuff. They're just like showing off, like, look how many minnows I have. In but my the thing barrel. is, it's already stackable, so you know, you yeah, wouldn't need to. Yeah, but it's to. a flex to have a barrel. Okay, yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> and also, um. This is actually something I've seen some people having problems with, but they made the anglers and the spear anglers outfits separate in your player-owned house. So you can store your outfits in your player-owned house if you don't know. And uh, this is actually really important for certain Iron Man players. Well, how does that work? So whenever I switched to spear angler, I basically gave away my regular angler. Uh, can I still display both because I've owned them both? No, you, you'd have to get it again. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So I've seen some people have problems where they now have one piece of angler and then like several pieces of spirit angler or vice versa, and they oh, can't wow. take out the entire outfit of either. So weird. Yeah, that kind of sucks because I've seen someone deposit their angler and spirit angler outfit, but they obviously don't have the full set of either. Mm -hmm. So now they can't take out the full set of either. And so they're in a tough spot. I guess it's kind of like that's the... That's a bug, obviously. The graceful outfit to me, like, I found out a few weeks ago that you could buy more than, like, one of each kind. And I just never really thought about it because I'm like, why would you? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it not? makes sense. You could recolor them all different stuff. Same with the angler. Yeah. So, if you have the full spirit or the full angler, now you can have both of them and deposit both of them into your player-owned house for later use. So, what you're saying is, now I can make a video of me getting the angler all over again. Yeah. I mean, why Wow. Not? And, so many uh, video ideas for me. I'm going to write these all down whenever I'm editing the podcast. There you go. You have an <laughs> infinite amount of ideas, so get to it. Four, no but more okay. Um, let's not take it that far. <laughs> I have plans after we record this. So another thing that they decided to improve was uh, they said while they're discussing the bolt pouch design, still don't know why that's in the game, but um, <laughs> either way, this says the team noted that the seed box wasn't behaving correctly on death in the wilderness, so apparently it would just drop for a single gold. If you died with it, 
Why they were not? so valuable. I have no idea who is bringing a seed box into the wilderness or why. Maybe something in there drops a lot of seeds. I seeds mean, stack though. So yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's like uh, I mean, you could store them all together. So then, if you protect it, it will only be one item. Yeah, it says, upon death to an NPC, the seed box would drop to the ground with all of its contents still stored. If the player died below level 20 wilderness, it would drop to the ground. Oh, and that's what would happen if you died below level 20 wilderness. Oh, okay. It says, it would drop to the ground along with all of its contents. And it says, if the player died above level 20 wilderness, it would be dropped as one coin and all of its contents would be destroyed. Dude. So it says, it will now behave as follows. A PVM death below level 20 in Wilderness, the container and the contents go to the gravestone. And then it says, a PVM death above 20 in Wilderness, the container is destroyed, but the contents uh, can be preserved within the next container acquired. I would hate to lose the container, though, because that is such a pain to get. Yeah, honestly, it is. But, I mean... Again, if you're bringing it into the wilderness at such a high wilderness level, then you you know what you're doing. Well, I actually, before you said this, I would have assumed that it would have been a safe, like, thing. Like, you know, some stuff is kept when you die in the wilderness, like, no matter what? Like what? I don't know. I'm trying to think, and I can't right there, now. There is the nothing, like... Okay, well, I would have assumed it had, like, priority over other stuff, I guess. I think the same thing happens with, like, your herb sack that gets destroyed. What about fire capes? Fire capes get destroyed. Really? Okay, so I guess well, I didn't know anything. They don't get destroyed, but um, I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. I would have thought that they went to death thing. I don't know. Y- you know, you now that, now that we are talking about it, I don't actually know what I thought. <laughs> it says, if it's not if a player dies below 20 for wilderness. For fire cape, this for, Yeah, for the fire cape, sorry. It says, if the player dies below 20 wilderness, it remains in the player's inventory. However, the item will be unusable and will need to be repaired by Purdue for 50k. If it's not protected when the player dies at level 20 wilderness or higher, the cape is converted into coins. Alternatively, a Truver parchment and a payment of 500k can be given to Purdue in order to lock it, after which it gains the um, the L for locked. next to it. And this allows the item to be kept on death unbroken even if the player dies at level 20 wilderness or higher that's sick (laughs) yeah so it always drops as coins from what i've seen in higher higher level areas so so now the seed box seems to work similarly okay where it just gets destroyed but um obviously you can get it back all right yeah so it seems like the seed box works just like the fire cape if you're in high wilderness it gets essentially deleted and you got to make another you got to get another one so don't take stuff in the wilderness yeah, exactly. Same thing as gambling. Don't play the game if you're not prepared to lose. So don't bring stuff you don't care, you do care about. Essentially, big true. Just same as always. And um, so besides that, there's a couple extra things that they added at the very bottom of the patch notes that I thought were kind of interesting. The first one is for Iron Man. It says um, certain Slayer monsters loot and experience will be discredited if a player hits a zero. And this is to discourage the use of alternate accounts to speed up the efficiency of certain tasks. And I know that there is some Iron Man or also some um, low-level, like, 10 HP-specific accounts okay. that would use this method to hit zeros because then you'd get zero combat experience and also zero health experience, but you'd get a claim to the kill. And this would give you Slayer experience. Got it. So if you've ever seen uh, people with high Slayer but... Um, still base 10 
or level three combat. This is out. Then this is um, going to affect those accounts. They can't do that no more. Yeah, I, I know there's other ways, but I know this was one of the ways that you could do it. Okay. So on top of that, uh, of course, good old friend Easter Greg left. East Door Greg. Yeah, that's what I said, East Door Greg. <laughs> and so he returned to doing whatever he does. So the Easter event is over. All right. Unfortunate. And also, one interesting thing is they to combat botters on the Soul Wars Dungeon Island. So the Soul Wars Dungeon that they added has some uh, ores, rune ores down there. So what they did is they moved dragons closer to prevent botters getting there without a fight. Because <laughs> I guess really you, funny. I guess you could just skirt the dragons and not get hit at all. But yeah. now uh, it seems like there's a really high or maybe a hundred percent chance you're gonna have to fight a dragon in order to get there. So unfortunately, people who weren't bots and just passed. Them. Yeah, exactly. Now you're just gonna get smacked by an iron dragon. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Rest in peace, those guys. All right, and so that is uh, about it for the extras, as well as about it for all of the updates. Cool. So what are you going to be working on the next week? Um, so next week, uh, I'm going to be doing probably another RuneScape video. I'm either going to do another loot from 100 of something, like a boss or something like that. You could do like 100 Warcath because you've already yeah, know his mechanics. I was thinking about maybe doing Warcath because I still have my dragon stuff. And I still am slowly, very, very slowly working on wyverns. And, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Finish your wyvern video. <laughs> they, they take so long. So You're the one who said you wanted to do 3,000. Uh, I don't know if I'll do 3,000. I don't know. I was I thinking about stopping do, at 1,000. I was going to say, I think you should just do 1,000 because no one's even going to want to do 3,000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I am going to continue the grind because I think I do need more gold in order to start my uh, Elk Agility video. So, and wyverns are a lot of gold. Yeah, I still have like an eight eight mil um, cash tab or loot, wow. loot tab from them, and I haven't even gotten to a thousand yet. So Just I might do that. Up. Yeah, I might do that. Going to do more outrider stuff, more RuneScape videos. You know, more of the same of what we're doing. You do now. some Valheim too. Um, I want to do Valheim. Like I want to do some more build videos. Uh, so I will try to if I have time. But okay. Like Battle kinda, Riders and RuneScape are kind of taking up the law right now. Yeah, just kind of backed up on content for those two games right now. We have a lot of videos out if you guys have not checked out our videos. Yeah, please I do. Think we've gotten, <laughs> um, We're like 60 we've videos. We've gotten 60 videos in like a month and a half. That is absurd. Yeah, so it's a, a lot of content. Whenever we eventually get jobs again, it will not be like this. What do you mean? <laughs> no, this is going to be the same. We're just oh, going to yeah. do. We're actually going to increase Stay how many up all night. We like, <laughs> yeah, just stop sleeping. We're going to take uh, magic pills. This sounds like I'm getting yeah, addicted what? to Mass? drugs. <laughs> no, um, the magic stuff. No, like Jack and the Beanstalk magic pills. Oh, okay. Not like meth. Yeah, no. And so we just won't have to sleep anymore. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be good to go. Yeah, all right. So. Uh, that's about it for the podcast. I really hope. Oh, actually, what are you doing next week? Sorry, I almost um, ended it. Hurtful. Wow, Oops. am I even here? I mean, I know you're going to be playing Sims all week, so that's why I was going to ask. So, yes, I'm going to be playing Sims. My I bought the university, so my Sims is about to go off to university, and I'm pretty excited. All of her Sims were done before just now. Oh, my gosh, they were. So you could, uh, let me explain Sims a little bit. You could actually, like, earn these points, whatever, and you could spend it to get a fake degree, basically. So I actually did yeah, that for some of them. Nice, so you are... A graduate. Yeah. So I tried to have a sim go to university before. I'm going to make this quick. 
And they went and they wanted to be a rebel and they stood on top of this box to like yell something and they fell off the box and died. And then I quit and didn't save that. And I have not sent anyone to university since because I've been scared. But Jesus. I in this one. So, she stepped onto a box and just died. So big warning. If you're planning on going to college soon, don't stand on boxes. Don't you stand might on die. boxes. You might fall and die in front of everyone. So besides, uh, besides playing that. the Sims for five days straight, what else yeah. are you going to do? So... I'll be working on my other podcast too. So that's also something I need to do today. Yikes. And then I'm going to, I think I'm going to try and get at least one or two of these videos that I was talking about in like this new dungeon area out. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I mean, that seems like the idea. Well, it's still more relevant, you know? Yeah. And yeah. If, if any of the dungeon stuff from this podcast sounds interesting, check out the YouTube channel. We'll have the video out on it already so you can see if it's yes. worth your time. You should look. It's actually such a cool area. And. Uh, sorry ahead of time because I didn't look anything up before going. I was just walking around like, what's over here? <laughs> yeah, she, she does like walkthroughs where she just yellows it and then I do. takes you along. Yeah, so it's it's going to be like your first time going through too. Maybe you're going to be watching and being like, you idiot, turn around. And I just won't even know. I'll be like, wow, look, it's a rock. Or wow. it's a frog. I should get a tattoo of that. The, it's actually <laughs> t- 10 minutes of the video. It's just her staring at a wall. <laughs> like, this is a cool wall. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think that's uh, about it for both of yeah, us. Now just more of the same. And uh, <laughs> now we can end it. So I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Ding, 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 ding,